Okay, everybody, welcome back to another podcast! Oh, no. Woo! <laughs> Very exciting. Welcome back to another unannounced podcast. This audio is probably horrific to start, but you really sprung that on me when I was least expecting it. We least expecting it. I'm putting your window up again. This podcast is now called the Least Expected Podcast. <laughs> because it comes in when you least expect it. We have it, a special guest, too. We have a special guest. This is Ian. How's it going? That's Ian. Ian and Ian, me Ian, and Adam are Ian's all in the been roped into this podcast. He was not one. Ian's been this. roped up in the bedroom for this podcast. <laughs> We're all in the bedroom now. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ian, I, uh, Ian doesn't understand the joke, so he's probably a little weirded out. Uh, we're, essentially, Ian, we we record the first one we were recording. We were just saying how like we're gonna do them very spontaneously. I was like, we could be anywhere. We could be in the car. We could be in Saint Tropez. And Adam goes, we could be in, we could be in the bedroom. And I was like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. So, now we're back here. We're driving. We're going to... Adam calls it the boo. The boo. We're going to the boo. Tell us about the boo. It's, uh, it's this place by the beach. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> My brain is not functioning properly right now. It was a, a very long night last night. Do we need night. a coffee? I already had an espresso. This is a nice Ferrari. This is exactly what I want to get when I get one. It's a 488. Yeah. yeah That's nice. Uh, so what's the boo? So the boo is Malibu. And we are going there. They're going to think we're always at Soho Malibu because <laughs> literally the last podcast was also driving back from there. Yeah, but that was like four days ago, so... Yeah, but our buddy Ian is visiting us in town right now. You've never been to Malibu? I haven't. Well, I've been to, like, the Nobu once, but other than that. Okay, so that's where uh, pretty much Soho House is. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're going to now. And, yeah, we got probably a 45-minute drive. And uh, that's that's it. That's life. Yeah. So we're driving through Be- Be- Bel Air at this point. This is Bel Air, right? I mean, it's... Bel Air, yeah. yeah. And what have we done? I mean, we skipped a day of the podcast, which is actually pretty funny because I, I think the previous episode, I was like, there's no excuse not to record a podcast every day. And then the very next day, didn't record one. But here we are. We're back at it. And today, we're going to talk about a very special topic that's very important that we discuss. Adam. Yes, and that topic is Ian. You tell us. <laughs> you, first word that comes to your mind, Ian. Oh, God. <laughs> That's an X-rated one. Oh, uh, no. I'm still thinking about the last night is uh, on top of mind. Okay. La- last night is the topic. <laughs> oh, it's very important. <laughs> That's what we're still Now, um, let's see what we could talk about. First word that comes to your mind, go. The sky. Space last time. So. Well, I mean, yeah, it was space last time. I think. What's it about? It's whatever's on our mind. It's whatever's answering on answering questions. Maybe talk about random things. That's one thing I need to remember to do is to tell my audience to ask questions. You know what? I actually might have a list of questions that we can go through from the last time I did a Instagram oh, thing, um, which would be which would be good. I can access that in the archive, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna go to my archive and find the nice 
Q&A that was constructed. Okay, let's see here. Here we go. Okay. What do you think about David Goggins? So you know who David Goggins, right? No. You don't? No. Who's going to carry the boats and the logs? Ian, you know him, right? Yeah. Yeah. So David Goggins, Adam, Wait, is... Who, yeah. He, he's basically a, a former Navy SEAL. Actually, I don't even ever think he served, actually, but um, he actually... Yeah, he did. He did. It was Dan Bilzerian who didn't serve. Um, but it's his name's David Goggins. He's like a former Navy SEAL, and he's just very well known for his life advice. Oh, he's on, like the motivational mo- Very motivational. Yeah, I actually have seen him. Yeah, you need a little bit of David Goggins in your I, life. I he would call do. you a pussy. That's not good. Yeah. He well, would. He's like. Bring David into my life. I, I mean, I could. Ian, can you pull up something on your phone? Of a David Goggins. I've seen, I've seen a video, I think, of him running and talking. Yeah, 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 exactly. Is that what it was? He's like, today, I'm going to tell you about taking souls. Yeah. Yesterday, my friend said, hey, David, you want to go on a five-mile run? I said, I go on a five-mile run every day. He said, okay. We woke up this morning. There was rain outside. And my friend said, hey, David, I don't think I'm going to make it. There's rain outside. And you know what I did? I went on a run anyway. I told my inner bitch to shut the fuck up. I told my inner bitch to shut the fuck up. And then at the end of the run, I texted my friend. I said, hey, missed you today. And that's how you take souls. That was a great impression. Now, now play it. So, you might have sore legs, sore back, sore shoulder. So, the struggle is real. It never gets any easier. You gotta get harder. I was out yesterday, getting after it. Had one of the best runs I've had in a long time. PR that bitch. So, no one cares what you did yesterday. It only matters what you're doing today. Those who take me literally. So, I'm a cheerleader for those who wanna be better. Not for those who wanna stay the same. Stay hard. Wow. Yeah, what do you think? So he's I'm I'm motivated to run right now. Yeah. Should I run next to the car? I'll drive you run. Yeah. Alright. I probably won't last very long, but I think Goggins is great. I think uh you know it's rewarding when you push yourself that hard, but at the same time it is a lot. I think it's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. But I think a little combination of both is probably not bad. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah. Yeah, I get a good dose of it from Lou. But Lou's also all about balance. Like, Lou thinks Goggins is... I think I've talked to Lou about Goggins for a little bit. He's like, that guy's going to break down. <laughs> he's like, that. I mean, he's... I don't know how old, but, you know, human body can only handle so much. I don't know. Maybe Goggins is just going to turn into a superhuman and live to 200 years old because of how hard he trains. But I don't know. I, I think he's good. I like him. All right, let's think. Not, let's Let's think. Let's, let's think. Let's think. Let's, let's, let's think. Okay. Have you tried the drink from Athletic Greens? Yeah. Oh, Tim Ferriss always talks about that. No, I actually haven't. Super loud. <laughs> very, very loud. Ian's melting back there. Oh, can you turn it on back there? I don't know. By the way, this is the Defender. Ian, I said that you should get. Oh, nice. Cool, right? Oh, yeah. Girls like that. Yeah. It's a very cool car. <laughs> uh, follow. Someone said, uh, I forget who said it. I think it was like. Drake or someone was like, make music for women because the pussy, the beta men follow the women. That was 
like an inception for a second. Say again. It's Drake, I think, said, or someone, I'm not going to credit Drake for it, said, you have to make music that women like because men follow women. Ah. Interesting. Like, like, if you truly made music for men, you probably wouldn't make, like, kiss me through the phone. You know? That's true, you're right, yeah. Um, and you, if, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> uh, next question is, what are your thoughts on Argentina? Thinking of taking my work remote there in September or Mexico. Where do you think is the best place to work remote, Adam? I don't know much about Argentina, but I've heard amazing things. So I would say Argentina is probably... I definitely want to go. It's on the bucket list. Um, But Mexico, I know a little bit more. And Mexico, I think, is... I don't know. Actually, I don't know how what the prices and stuff in Argentina are. But like, if you go to Mexico City, for example, it's super cheap, very fun city, and there's a lot to do. And then also, uh, Mexico also has all the beach spots and things like that as well. Um, I would also look into Medellin, Colombia, as a place. Super cheap, super beautiful, great food. People are awesome. It's a it's a cool spot as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I hear that there's a. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Just jokes. Um, Bali's also great for working remote. It's just hard to get to. It's yeah, one of the to get one to. of the things that's good about Latin America is if your work easy is based to, on yeah. well, not only easy to get to, but if your work is based on like a U.S. time zone, I think Colombia is pretty much uh, what's central? roughly the same. Yeah, yeah, central time, I guess, of U.S. So you're like basically either East Coast or Pacific, depending on where you are in Latin America, which yeah. is nice. Versus like Bali, where it's 15 hours time zone difference. So not Los fun. Angeles. Not a fun time switch. No. Okay, let's see. How do you find all of your new music? I have a couple different answers. Then Adam, I'm curious yours and Ian, if you have a, a chime in. Um, my, I have two ways. I said this earlier, but one is going on just like thinking about where you want to travel to so like we're going to europe this summer we're gonna hit mykonos at some point just going on spotify and typing in like mykonos playlist 2022 or like tulum vibes 2022 you just type in like the locations and someone has probably already curated like a super vibey playlist for that area um that's one the second is when you, I mean, when you travel, when you go to concerts and stuff like that, generally speaking, you'll, whenever you travel and you meet new people or cool people, like I just got back from London and one of, uh, Iman's like female friends was a DJ and she just had the vibes. So like, I was like, Hey, like send me your playlist, you know? And when we were just like driving around, she always had the sickest music. What about, what about you? What about you guys? I just basically have shazam on my phone and whenever i hear good music i shazam it but you also travel a lot that, that comes that's with true that's true yeah i i don't actually go to a place you know discover weekly on spotify if you start adding a bunch of like music that you like it's actually pretty accurate as well and it pulls up a lot of good music yeah um but realistically it's just i'll hear music i'll just all i guess my brain's always thinking like from a video standpoint yeah and i'm always like if I hear a good song, I immediately think of like, oh, That's this would be, be a good great video. Exactly. Yeah. And I Shazam it for later. And my playlist is all basically my Shazam music. And those are all the songs that I use for future videos. So that's kind of how I find my music. Ian, you find your music anywhere cool? Yeah, I just mostly Spotify for the most part. Yeah. Or just friend. Like, 
certain, as you said, like certain friends just have an ear for that, and yeah. they just—it's best to kind of work off this. All right, let's see. Um, this you is s- Brentwood, by the way. Brentwood. We're driving through Brentwood. You seem like you're in flow state all the time. Is meditation the secret? I mean, to me, I think like the the ramping effects of meditation do lead to basically being in flow state all the time. Like I meditated every single day for like at least an hour a day for multiple years. So it just kind of like becomes your default setting to the point where not that you don't have to meditate, but it it does kind of like your consciousness is always in that sort of observation mode rather than being identified with your thoughts and your ego. So if you don't if you feel like you get unconscious and succumb to your whims and desires and can't control yourself, and probably in like putting in an hour of meditation a day is, you know, is, is the best thing. What do you, you're in flow state, Adam. I think Adam's thing is he just says yes to opportunities. But you know what? I wanted to debate you on this. Okay. Because you were saying that you say yes to everything. Yes. But that's not true. You say yes to things you want to do. Correct. <laughs> that is correct. You don't say yes to everything because that's correct. <laughs> yesterday I suggested something and you basically did the opposite. You got a Glenn Glenn it's true yeah i yeah i do it is it's what i want i and that's why school and stuff wasn't really for me and i just do what i want to do and normally what i want to do is things that i enjoy and so that way you're always it sounds so simple but people don't do it but then you're always doing what you want to do all the time (laughs) and then you're always enjoying every moment right yeah then you're in the flow but yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously flow state is also just, you have to like let go and just not, you can't control situations Yeah. because if you try to control or have an expectation of something, then that's the issue of how things, how you could be disappointed or how you could like maybe not want to do something. But if you're just like, oh, I'm going to go do something and just be open to whatever comes out of it, then that's kind of like the flow state and just go with the flow. Right. I think flow state also comes from just becoming like practicing something a lot like i've spent a lot of time editing videos so it's very easy for me to get in the flow state whenever i'm filming something or editing something same with like piano i played piano for a long time put in a lot of hours so you can kind of just step into flow state a lot easier the more it's like the ten thousand hour rule essentially um yeah let's see what did you do with those friends who never saw the vision Adam? Yeah, I mean, it's difficult. It's You kind of just have to stop talking to those friends about the things that you're working on that they combat you with, I guess, you know? I think this is a good question for Ian, too. Because, by the way, Ian, can you give a quick background of what you've done? And, you know, because uh, it's pretty cool. I, I think they'd be interested and inspired. Yeah, cool. So I, my background is in real estate. And so for, I got out of college, went into corporate America and wasn't really my path and I bonded with like a guy who kind of saw the world a little differently in middle like middle management corporate America and he kind of brought my attention to real estate and so I kind of went on that journey and to what Arlen and Adam was saying and finding flow state like you'll you'll find what you naturally just enjoy doing and doing more of that is really important and real estate's just been that for me. Anyways, I got started networking with people, got an opportunity in Orlando, learned real estate, and then started my own firm, um, basically buying trailer parks in the southeast 
of United States and lived in a mobile home park while kind of learning the business uh, for over a year. Um, and then bought numerous of those parks and then was able to sell those this year. Um, and now I'm kind of focused on other real estate projects. What was the other question that you had? The question was like when you were, let's say you were doing like, so basically he would like, he, you would buy these mobile home parks. Yep. You would tune them up and just make them much better business models essentially um when you were starting that was there anyone in your life that was like oh that's stupid that you know i don't believe in you and what do you do with those people yeah so actually my business partner's wife was like really against the idea um and so it took a lot of time and was kind of difficult and that's not something where you can just like move on from right Uh, that was something that he had to really work through um and get her on the team so I'd say one thing is, it's okay to make new friends. You don't have to necessarily discard your old friends if you find value for certain aspects of your life, but you owe it to yourself to go find new people who are supportive of what you like to do. Um, And then if there's people, say like your family that you can't necessarily get out of who are against that idea, um, yeah, just be selective in the information that you give to them. um, And also try to find ways in which they'll benefit from your vision. Right? So if they benefit from your vision, then they'll have more buy-in because it allows them to get what they want as well, um, which is really important to um, kind of put it put it in their perspective for them to get value from. Agree. Definitely. By the way, this is my high school. Oh, really? Yes. So this is where I went to school from 9th to 12th grade. Wow. Were you on the swim team? There wasn't a pool. Oh. That's new. Wow, that's kind of cool. Yeah, it's very nice. Outdoor swim pool. Wow. Yeah, and the beach is right here. So they would, for baseball practice, we would have to run down to the beach with a cup and grab a cup of sand and then run up the hill again. You'll see the hill right now. And then if you got to the top and the sand wasn't at the top of the rim of the cup, you'd have to run down again and re-scoop it. I, I feel like one thing you would have done is you would have gotten a big bucket <laughs> and hit it like right, right here, here. <laughs> and then just yeah. go go up there stand there until you saw your other friends <laughs> i should have done that um i wow that's very nice i would probably say um what do i do with the friends yeah i mean you don't like cut them but you just start you start hanging out with new people and then your time is just occupied to where like they start asking you to do things, you kind of just have to say no because you're already busy doing other things. Um, and that can be either with people or you're just like busy working. You just say, no, sorry, like I've got to work on this thing or I'm already here or I'm traveling and, you know. Yeah. Let's see. Um, hmm. How do you build confidence? How do you build confidence? Well, you do the things that you're not confident about so many times until you become confident enough to do it. I think another important part too is like changing the narrative around how you view your your ability. So instead of telling yourself like, oh, I'm not good at this or I'm not good enough for X, Y, and Z, you tell yourself like the, it's it's very subtle, but it helps a lot. You just tell yourself that you're getting better and better at it rather than saying you're not good at it. So you focus on the fact that you're doing it and you're improving. As Adam said, you just keep putting more reps in. But then the the switch that you put in your mind is around the, that you're improving. You're constantly in a process of improving 
rather than Secrets of Dumbledore. I want to see that. Especially for you, Harry Potter, man. Yeah. I went to Harry Potter World yesterday. You know what's interesting also is that everyone kind of... People are always, like, thinking about the things that they aren't don't have or aren't good at or are worried about versus the things that they do have are good at. And you know what I mean? Like, and that are getting better. Yeah, yeah, people are always... It's always negative. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, like, before you go to sleep at night and stuff, most of the time, like, I mean... For whoever is worrying about something you're probably going to sleep worrying about something you're not like thinking about all the things that you're happy for yeah it's always the worry yeah so you got to shift that mindset kind of the worry look at this dog <laughs> that's a happy dog this guy's selling naranjas um okay next question um let's see what is the best way to start creating wealth are you thinking about starting an online course? Head over to coursebuilder.com slash book your call. That's C-O-U-R-S-E-B-L-D-R.com slash book your call. And you'll be able to speak with one of our... Tra- I need a soundtrack in the background, Adam. Can you do like a, like a beatbox? You, you can book a call with one I of our experts to talk about your course idea and pretty soon you'll be making thousands of dollars per month from your laptop around the world just head over to coursebuilder.com <laughs> that's great it's a good ad that was nice yeah how much did we have to pay how much did they pay us to do that ad i don't know but that's like a fifty thousand dollar ad spot right there we'll invoice yeah we'll, we'll invoice course builder whoever they are yep. yeah i don't know who they are Sounds like a great service, though. Amazing. I've heard great people behind it, helping a lot of people, changing the world. One I, I heard, like, really, really intelligent and also very tall. I heard, like, one of the guys is, like, six foot three. And the other guy's, like, six six foot. <laughs> very, very. Roughly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, best way to start creating wealth. Well, you know, there was a pandemic. Everyone shifted their education online. A lot of people are, a lot of people are trying to learn things online. Just saying. Invest and, in Luna. Invest in Luna. Luna, Luna is at zero. Is it that's too soon. Less than a cent. You can invest in Luna. Very unfortunate. It's going to come back. It's going to moon. I believe in Duquan. That's his name. Yeah. Okay. So. This is not financial advice. This is financial... Loss. Loss. <laughs> okay. Let's see. Um, what's the meditation routine right now? Well, actually, I meditated this morning. I Did didn't you? tell you guys. Not that I had to, but... No, you need to tell me every day. It's important. <laughs> I need to know that. I just... I woke up first thing. I went out into the sunlight. Sunlight's key. Um, Were you I, wearing clothes? I was. I did not sun my balls. Oh. Um, okay. Why did you ask that? I was just curious. Okay. All Ian right. would have had a nice show walking out of the... <laughs> um, yeah, so I just... Uh, I went out and I sat on a... I sat on, like, the step so that... I was sitting, like, you know, uh, butterfly, but... So I like to let, you know, do a little bit of stretching during the meditation. And then I also did a little... couple stretches here and there. And then... Um, yeah, I, I do something called Qigong, which is like energy and awareness focus. You got to just look it up. I'm not going to be able to describe it too well on a podcast. But look up Q-I-G-O-N-G. It's very good. Keeps you very centered and on track. 
I did that for like uh, 20 minutes or so. And then I started my day and that's what it was. All right, we have another question coming in. Um, let's see. I feel like maybe doing just one more question. Let's see. Someone asked, are you having a threesome? Wow. That's like a present, like as I'm reading this in the bedroom right now for this <laughs> podcast. Um, mm, let's see. Let's see here. Mm. What is your biggest travel hack, Adam? My biggest travel hack is to message the host on Airbnb before making the booking to ask for a discounted rate. Everyone just assumes the price that's listed on Airbnb is the price to actually book it at. But just like anything in life, you can negotiate. And if you send them a message and say, hey, I love your place. Unfortunately, my budget per night is let's say the place is $250 a night. My budget per night is $180 per night. Would you be able to make this work? If so, I'm down to book right now. Thanks so much. And send that to like 30 people on Airbnb in a location that you want to go to. And at least one person will get back to you and give you the discount. Adam guarantees a 3.8% uh, success rate. <laughs> one out of 30. Yeah. I would say I would say one out of thirty for sure will respond yes yeah so and that's, that could save you and that's for all all levels like if you want to get a villa that's a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars per night say to them my budget's a thousand dollars per night and you'll probably get a two thousand dollar villa for a thousand dollars per night so you can use that as a method for any price range. Burp, 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 burp. Don't have money to spend on Airbnbs. Maybe you should think about starting an online course. If that's what you're thinking of doing and you want to learn how to make thousands of dollars from your laptop, traveling around the world, and all the while helping people improve their lives, then you can go to coursebuilder.com slash book your spot. That's... Call. Huh? Book your call. Fuck. Book your call. <laughs> I believe I can fly. Just call 1-800-CORSE-BUILDER. That's C-O-U-S-R-L-B-L-B-D. <laughs> All right. That's it for today's show. Ian, any last words? No. <laughs> okay. Speechless. <laughs> Speechless. <laughs>